guys, it's Pragya. And Charlotte, and welcome back to Canvas HQ. This episode is part five of our series, Eight Voices Season 2, where we help you create the life you want by sharing unique stories of industry leaders and professionals who are fulfilling their most daunting dreams. We're welcoming guest speakers from a wide variety of professional backgrounds to show how you can use college as an opportunity to elevate your personal goals and ultimately achieve success. We'll be running this series all throughout February and March, and we are releasing new episodes twice a week, every Sunday and Wednesday. So follow us on Instagram at campus.hq and whichever podcast platform you're listening on to make sure you don't miss out on all the content. Today, we are so excited to have Sasan Ahmadiyar on our podcast. Sasan grew up in Iran and moved to the United States in his 20s, where he attended community college and went to Marquette Dental School. His resilience and perseverance allowed him to succeed as he worked and learned English during all of his years at community college and dental school. Since moving to Virginia, he has founded six of his own dentistries, VA Smiles. Hi, Sasan. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so excited to have you on. Would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? My name is Sasan Amadiar, and I'm a dentist. And uh, I graduated in 1997 from Marquette University in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So going back, uh, just, uh, you know, I talk to my patients all the time, and uh, one of the things comes up, and of course, we do every background. When I moved in, I moved, uh, came to, landed in uh, JFK in New York, and then moved to Jersey City, New Jersey. So one of my patients was very funny. She says, uh, your introduction to U.S. was JFK and Jersey City? I said, yes. She says, I feel bad for you. So, well, that's, everybody gets got to land somewhere. But that was the, I was 25 years old when I moved in. And just the, uh, that was a totally different experience. When your life is grown and you just get somehow established past your teenage and just starting adulthood. And um, you, you basically, your view of life is different. You're trying to work. You're trying to make, establish your life. For me, it was... Uh, in 25, I mean, I was 25, just moving to new culture, new language, which I had no clue about, and then start the whole life again. It was absolutely something unknown. As you guys say, it's like Chinese to me. Just I had no idea what I'm going to do and what is going to happen to me. So I started my life and it just, of course, like any immigrants, it just, and of course, the education was the priority. It's just something I wanted to do. And I wasn't sure exactly what I want to do. So I've been exposed throughout life to many, many things. What I really enjoyed, I always enjoyed, want to do something for myself. I just didn't want to have a boss. I just want to be a boss. That's that's all my goal was. So how I'm going to get to that goal was something I said, okay, we figure out through the life. So, so education, as I said, was the first thing. I started in Hudson County Community College in Jersey City. Uh, that was a community college. I just uh, started with go to the uh, ESL courses, which is English as a second language. Um, start learning and just uh, uh, it was it was the Hispanic community when I was at. So out of as many students in that class, I was the only one not speaking Spanish. So the instructors, teachers, everybody in school was Spanish. So every time. I remember I always make fun of it because every time they didn't understand, the guy, just instructor, was saying in Spanish to make him understand. I said, how are you going to explain to me how I understand? So 
so we go through the whole hardship of the times uh, and, um, and most important things was just, as I said, again, was education for me. So in, 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 in order to get there, uh, I had to go, of course, learn the language. So that, that was the part I'm going. And um, like every person, uh, you always think you got behind. You just got to push yourself. You have to rush yourself. So I was trying to do that, just try to take as many courses I can do. I was trying to get the shortcuts to just get myself going. And I thought just, uh, now my life is past and it's too, getting too late. Uh, all my classmates, I didn't start to go to the college and just all my classmates was 18, 19. I'm just 25, 26. So I just had to work harder. So everything was happening to me was just a uh, hassle. It wasn't that easy. It wasn't on the food. It wasn't on the platter. I have to just, you know, scoop my hands and make it as a plate and just say, this is where your food and eat it. So I started working. There was a place, uh, it was a banquet in uh, New Jersey. I used to start to work. So I learned just, just the menu, what they asked for the banquet was just very easy. So as I said, it just English was kind of unknown. So when I get the order for drink, I used to write it in Farsi. So if somebody says the screwdriver, I had no clue what a screwdriver is. I didn't know how to write it. So I wrote it in Farsi. So I went to the bar and just look at the paper. I tried to pronounce it correctly. And the bartender just, when I was repeating several times, I screwdriver said, yes, that's it. That's what I want for this person. So, so it was uh, working, and and I at that time I just I was so happy because I started a new life and I didn't mind to work hard, and I think that's what that is about. It just not to be afraid to work, um, not to be afraid to experience new things, look at the future, and try to make your life. If you have a goal in your life, uh, you work towards that and. Um, Sooner or later you get there. But the things I are proud of, I never gave up. I just, uh, in the hardest time, but I had nothing. It's just, there's a bright future down the road. I just, I don't see that yet, but I will see it. So start doing my schools and, you know, get, and I just got to the point is, you know, I always want to be a lawyer. Actually, when I was a kid, I always use that example. So I want to be a truck driver. Then, uh, then we come older. Then I said, I just want to be a lawyer. Then I started to go to school. I said, okay, lawyer has to talk a lot. And just language is not my thing yet. I just don't know much of the culture. So law school at that age time probably was not a good idea. And then dentistry come to play. I said, well, good. Maybe I try that. So just uh, start my community college and just then focus on the requirement. But I need to go to dental school. So focus on that, work hard on that, go to the college, take the courses as a prerequisite for the dental schools and took my DAT dental admission test. And then, then it starts sending applications. I, I remember I used to sit and uh, to four o'clock in the morning and just look at the application, see which school is cheaper that I can go to because I had no money either. So I just, I was basically working and just whatever I was making and just you getting financial aid and the student loans, which is, was wonderful. I get that opportunity to do that. So I tried to take advantage of all of that and just finally 
and landed in, you know, I got, uh, you know, get the applications and interviews. I used to live in New Jersey, New Jersey School of Dentistry says, uh, okay, your application, we can give you admission for next year. I said, well, and then Marquette University will get application this year. I said, go to Marquette. I said, why don't you wait for here next year? I said, well, you may change your mind next year. I go just whatever giving to me now because you never know what be what would be on the next year. So that's some, also one thing I learned. Um, and I always advised even my kids, I said, when the opportunity comes, um, it's like I, not necessarily it's going to happen again. And you never know what would be happening next time. So I took advantage of it. I said, I'll go to Milwaukee, which I had no clue. I, even then, I didn't know how to pronounce Marquette University. I didn't know where it is. So I just got in a plane. I remember then it was TWA airline was going and was $127 I paid for a round ticket. And it was wonderful. I could not just be dead. So I got that and went to Milwaukee, Wisconsin and just go through the school and got the interview and everything and just rented an apartment and I come back. And I just, all I had one suitcase and just pack it again and go back and just start the dental school. And the first day I got to dental school, I was, I was 29 years old when I got there. So I landed in JFK August 13, 1989. And uh, right, at, right off the bat, they started the, you know, coming to college, English ESL courses, take some, then after a year of English, I just started take some college courses and eventually got accepted to dental school. And then when I get to dental schools, again, it's just so, so hard. And uh, I tell my kids, you know, you guys go and just knowing, knowing the language, you go to higher education schools or just, uh, it just, for you guys, it's difficult. Imagine how difficult it was for me. And, uh, but again, hard work, basically, I just simply, I just, um, uh, I did not have pleasure of the, you know, financially, uh, to just was given to me, it wasn't any of that, I had to just basically work as much as I could, get a student loans, maximize that, and just manage my life, my uh, budget for the whole week of food was $20. And I just twenty dollars. I go just shopping once a week at the grocery store and just get what I need. And I just cooked. I uh, didn't have not have a pleasure to just eat out all the time. I just I couldn't. I could not afford it. So basically, just oh, so so okay. That's that's wonderful. I'm just I'm on the right path. I'm just got to dental school. All I have to do just make sure I don't get kicked out. And make sure I can last, and then uh, and we take it from there. So I managed it, and just uh, just you know, my dental school started with 77 students. We ended up with 59. Uh, first year, about eight of them quit. Eight kids quit. They just they said, "There's so much pressure, I cannot handle." Then some of them just couldn't make it. So. I was, I bet you all of them were smarter and better than me, but just didn't have the drive to go. And just, uh, just basically let other words of other people affect them. I didn't. Um, if they call me stupid, I said, okay, look at where you are, where I am. If they call me 
lazy. I said, well, look at yourself, look at me. I did not let them um, to put me down by any means. But I said, this is who I am and I, what I can do. So I worked hard and made it through and um, here I am now. And just, uh, I appreciate the life was given to me. Opportunity was given to me. And I took it to the full advantage. And the first thing I did after coming out of the dental school, I managed everything I could do to pay my student loan back. And the first thing I did, uh, I paid it back. I said, this is the opportunity was given to me and I have returned it. And so hopefully someone else can use it for their own good. So that's all I did and just paid it back and, um, and uh, just established my life, move forward. And I always, beside the things that's happened to me, I always said I was a very lucky person. Uh, I got to the places uh, and everybody says, no, you were not lucky, you, were, you work hard. I said, yes, but luck had something to do with it too because opportunity come in front of me, but I took advantage of it and uh, just went through it. So that was, a, I think that was about 12 minutes introduction. How was that? <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, um, Pragya and I are so inspired by her story because her and I are both immigrants and it's, I'm sure it was much, much harder for you because um, of how late you immigrated here because Pragya and I did immigrate during our childhood. So we had a bit of um, elementary and middle school to help us <laughs> adjust. Um, but how could you go into how you were able to persevere through these hard times and what kept you motivated through the entire process and even when people doubted you? Well, just have no other choice. I had no other choice. I had to do what I had to do. Just there was no, if I didn't do this, what I would have done. I mean, if I didn't work hard to go through what I did, what I had to do, I have to just then, uh, I mean, I, it, as I said, I want to be my own boss. I just want to be for myself. I want to do something. I just don't, didn't want to just people tell me what to do. It's not because I have a problem with that, but I just want to feel comfortable. I just want to create an environment for myself that I'm happy. And then in that happiness, people around me are going to be happy. So just, just basically, I just give myself no other choices. So this is, this is it. I mean, what, what, what else am I going to do? Okay, yes, if I try to jump from one branch to the other, when I'm going to grow, when I'm going to learn, if I start to keep working in one place for five years and I change my career to something else, then when is the growth is going to come? I'm going to basically go to be in the same place and just simply limping from one spot to the other. I never would be just growing anywhere. That's what I'll tell my kids. You guys want to grow. Just got to have the consistency with what you do. It doesn't matter what you're doing in life, but you got to be consistent. And consistency will get you go. We get you through. It doesn't matter what you do. Just do your job right and just do it good. Everything else is come. It's going to come. You don't have to push yourself. You don't need them. One of the other things I always say, just the money is not the tribe. It just should not give you a reason what you want to do in your life. All you got to do, you got to just be passionate with what you do and do it right and do it good. The money comes with it. Whatever job you have, it doesn't matter what it is. It just do it right, do it good, do it the way it's supposed to be done and you grow. And you can establish yourself however you like to with that. Yeah, I think that's really great advice. 
So why did you choose to be a dentist over other professions? And what was your dental school experience like? But dentistry was, you know, introduced to me and I said, well, that's an exciting thing. So let's try that. It wasn't like this, something that just was in love with, but just, I just always, all my life, I was passionate about, although I am now, and I don't think I can live without it. But at that point, it could be just, just didn't have much of opinion about it. So it was something that I thought would be, you know, I got to do something. I just said, this is a good opportunity. And I interviewed some, some, you know, people within the field of dentistry. And I, then I said, okay, that's something I can do. I mean, I can, I can, and I, and I just, I wanted to be medical field. This is something um, I can enjoy. And I just, uh, and I can be my own boss. And on top of that, I'm not going to be like the physicians being on call seven, you know, or work seven days a week, work on weekend, overnights, whatever you have. And I thought, I just, I want to have a family and I want to be with them. Uh, I just don't mind to work, but I just also at the same token, I don't want to jeopardize or just, you know, put everything for the work. I just want to live and work at the same time. Uh, and then... And my life just turned around with that, just simply just how it worked. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, how were you also able to maintain a balance over your physical and mental health during dental school? And you also mentioned working well in school. So that's a lot to handle, um, especially when you're in college. It, it is hard, but uh, but if, if but the thing is, I always said, if you have a positive mind, everything happened in your life would be positive. It's something that just, it happens. Uh, strength, I mean, the power of mind, I think I believe in it. Uh, if you give yourself a negative thoughts, everything happening around you would be negative. If you keep your eyes open to find it, you know, this harmony in life, you see many of it. But if you open your eyes to see the beauty of life, that's all you're going to see. Uh, what I decided to do, I just look at the beauty part of the life and look at the positive part of the life. Because as I said, you can find both of them, but it's up to you which one you're looking for. Very simple example. My wife and I years ago had the first trip to Paris. And everything I heard about people talking about Paris is just simply dirty. People are nasty. Uh, just you're not going to enjoy it's awful so that's what i just was told of, or, or or was heard so went there all i saw was beauty and then beautiful people wonderful people great food great culture great sceneries and i did not see the dirt what they talk about because i didn't look for it i didn't want to see it everybody says you go you see the dog poop all over the places I said, you live in a big city. What you expect? I mean, what you expect for just the, why don't you see the things around us? You go to the big city in the United States, you see the same thing. I mean, you just, but didn't you see the beauty of that culture? Didn't you see beauty of the buildings? Didn't you see beauty of the food and everything they had? And I just, if you keep your eyes for the, as I said, again, negative thoughts, that's all you're going to see. And your life is going to be directed by that. 
But if you look at the positive and beauty of the life, all you're going to see is beauty. All you're going to see is the positive and just it drive your life through that direction. And nothing beside that is my opinion. Yeah, I really like that because a lot of people focus on like the negative aspects a lot instead of being appreciative of what they can see and what they have done. So that's good. You're, you've learned that and you're teaching your children that as well. So I was wondering what your path has been like from dental school to now owning so many dentistries. Well, the path was just, again, when I finished, I was 33 years old and, I, you know, just, of course, I was married and I did not have family yet. And just, uh, I mean, we didn't have kids yet. I had family. My wife was my family. And then, um, so first thing is, I, you know, in my mind, okay, I got to work and it's just, now is the time to just face the real challenges of life. So start, you know, find a job, probably just the lowest pay they can give me. And I, to me, it was wonderful. I come out for nothing and now I'm just getting something that was great. I could pay the rent. I could, you know, just buy a car now. So start working and just, I was happy just have a job. And I just didn't mind do whatever comes to me and just, you know, to my ability and do it. And, um, and I, I treat that office that I worked at, it's just like my own. And that was my attitude. I walk around the office. If I did not, something is not clean, I just, you know, went to the office manager. So this is the light bulb is out. This is not clean. This is not that. So just presented nice because we're in the clean environment supposed to be. I just want to make sure those things are established unlike you know i see young adults or young dentists come and just they just go and work and they say well i was told to do this yes i said yes you told to do this but you this is your place you spend more of your time most of your time you spend more time in this office and this field than your own home with your family so this is a place i think you should keep it sacred and just make sure it's everything you want is there and just make as i always said just create a happy environment for myself as a result everybody around me become happy so and i did that and just as i said i dealt with it like my office i remember you know want to know that office that i worked they had 13 practices different places from maryland and virginia that was a snow day 12 of the offices were closed only office was open was mine and I said, just a snow doesn't mean we close the office. I mean, the snow comes, the clean up, road is clean. Why do we have to close the office? I went to the office at work. People come. I said, people come to the office. Why do we have to close it? And um, of course, the guys are just running the show. Just one of them come and says, that was your office, but the only office was open. And uh, why? I said, because just it was just little snow. It wasn't something just disabled the community and we just, and the patient want to come and I was there. Why not? And uh, just because that was my attitude towards the job. I said, just then we lost the hygienist and I took care of the hygienist patients as well for six months. And then just not many guys would do that. And they said, you know, we are so appreciative that you do this. I mean, and uh, I said, I said, just because I just believe these people coming to us, 
we have to give them a service and the best we can. And this is how you establish yourself. This is how you make it. But if I would have sat down, I said, no, I, you know, I'm a dentist. I'm supposed to do the dentistry. I'm just the cleaning teeth is not something I want to do all the time. And if I didn't care about the people coming to that office, I would not be in the position I am now. And I still do the same thing. I always put myself in the shoe of the other people. If I go, if I, I imagine myself as a patient when I go to the office, and I look at them, it's like, okay, how do I like to be dealt with? That's how I'm going to deal with those people. All they ask for the honesty and all they ask for the, how you care about them. And I try to give them both or everything I have in that matter. So that was this philosophy of my life, which I kept to this very point. And that's get me going. And that's a re re result of that. I mean, just that's how, why my life is the way it is now. And I'm, you know, as I always say, just, I, I think I have about 14 dentists working for me right now. And every single one of them are more educated than I am. Every single one of them are more schooling than I am. But they work for me is not, um, you know, this something is, I think is missing what they do or what I do. I think it's just the attitude. I think attitude is not everything. It's the only thing that you have to have it right. When you get that, then the rest of the things fall in place. That's a core, core force of the going or drive of yours towards anything you do. And that's a positive attitude that gets get me going. And that's what I am here now. That's, I, that's all what I believe, again. That's amazing. Could you talk about the leadership skills and how you learn those that are needed to run a business? I try to be myself. I had no leadership skills. And that's what I made so many mistakes through the life. Positive part of me was I learned from those mistakes. I did not repeat them uh, because everybody makes mistakes. We are human beings, and making mistakes is part of us. If we don't make mistakes, then we are not human. I'm still making mistakes every day of my life. But the thing is, just you have to realize is if we do not repeat those mistakes. There's life to me is a bunch of circles and you go to one first circle of life and the mistakes happens. If you repeat those mistakes, we stay in that circle. As soon as we graduate from that part and not making those mistakes again, we go to the next circle of life and that circles give me another opportunity with more experience. Same thing again. If I don't any make any other mistakes that I made again, then I go to the next one. So that the circle of life continues itself. So just simply, I did not have leadership leadership skills, but I learned through the work. I was lucky, had the good people around me and good people just around that worked with me for past 20 years or so. And uh, we kept it the way it is and just moved on. Uh, now, every day, I just, I commute to work about 15 minutes drive, which is, I love that. 
and reason for that is at this point that it just does not kill me i just don't let me let it to get to my mind and say oh this is a long drive i simply get into the car and look forward to get into the car to go to work and i listen either to the podcast or books on tape or some educational you know speech it either from youtube for the podcast from the books on tape whatever comes along so sometimes i try to go slower so I can continue listening to that conversation and get me to work. When I get to work, I'm already charged up. I mean, just, you know, energized to go, just get in. First thing comes out of my mind, my mouth. First thing, I open the door to get to the office is good morning to the first person I see. I rush myself to say hi and good morning to people around me before even they just think about it. Some people are even not used to say good morning or say hi. I don't mind. I just go say good morning and hi to every single person I see. And uh, and they start my day like that. And basically, that's how my you know life gone through. And just, uh, as I said, l- I learned things through the process. I did not know much about business at all. And uh, But basically, I've been myself and learned and I did not make the same mistake again. Yeah, and you mentioned that you learned through your work instead of just learning it through your school. And many college students think that college is the end of their learning or if they do MBA, that's the end. But how important would you say it is to keep adapting and learning throughout your life, not just at school, but through your work? Uh, when you come out of any, any schooling, any school, only thing you get is a basic, very basic principle of the business you learn from. It doesn't matter what it is. It's a medical school, dental school, law school, accounting, business, whatever you imagine when you come out of it, you just know the very basic, basic knowledge of the profession you're in. And if you think, you know everything, you're in the biggest mistake of your life. You got to know that you don't know anything yet. And you will learn through the process. You learn to educate yourself more. You learn in order to move forward, you have to get better in order to compete around yourself, around with the, the you know competition around you. You have to just get yourself better than anything else around you. It just all you I always say just have to be just the inch more than the next door guy. That's all you got to do. You just be better, but a little bit more that make a difference. Um, our life is just a continued education to the end. It never ends. Learning never ends. There's so much knowledge in the world that just not person can handle. So whatever you can imagine, you know, um, I'll give you news, you don't know anything. Even at the moment that you think you got it and you know it, again, you don't know it. You think you do. So things never ends. Knowledge never ends. You got to just be thirsty to go for it and just get it. You have to look for it and keep learning and never end. It never ends. You just got to keep going. Yeah, and what would you say 
are the good qualities that dentists need and what do you look for when you're hiring for your dentistries? There is, uh, you have to look at many aspects when you hire someone. Uh, there is a psychological aspect of the person. You have to see the personality of the person. You have to see someone who just doesn't mind to do things. But you have to see that whole conversation we just had, we talked about attitude. That's always worked to place. You just look at the person and I don't, I don't think it's important where that person graduated from, what GPA they had to come to workforce. I don't think they are important as much when you, you're hiring people, but the person itself is more important. You got to see what that person, what kind of attitude that person has, what just what, what part, kind of personality that person is, uh, what they can bring to the table, what they can do and how much they can bend in order to just move forward. So those are the things that sometimes it comes to the point that just you have no choice when you, when you need and there's a, when you need someone to work and you just don't have the uh, enough applicant to do the job and you just, and again, this is the mistakes we have made and just hire someone just with all the things we had in our mind and principle of ours against it, but just we had no other choice. Then we learned from it, that was a mistake. We should not done that. We should not done that. We should just take our time. And uh, even though just it's harming the business, to find the person that can just fall in the philosophy we have and then move forward with that. And uh, we paid the price, but again, that was the you know expensive price we paid, but just we learned from it. And we don't do that anymore. Yeah, and reflecting back on your career a little bit, what would you say has been the most challenging thing about being a dentist and what has been your favorite part? Most challenging part of it and the most favorite part. The favorite part is dealing with people, uh, doing the physical part of the dentistry. Challenging part of it is uh, running the business part of it. So as the owner of the business, you have different hat you have to put on. You know, sometimes, you know, you, of course, you put a hat of dentistry, do your dentistry, then you get up off that chair. And when you have multiple businesses, you just comes out and take the dentistry hat off and put the management hat on. Then you have to make the tough decisions sometimes. And then um, uh, I always make a joke at the beginning. It just everyone had the problem. At the end of the day, I thought I'm a Dr. Phil. And people come and sit and start to just cry and talk about their life and think. And I said, okay, if you're doing that, then just drains you. Then I go home and I just, you know, I'm, I'm not the person I'm supposed to be. Uh, so we start to arrange, arrange things and just, okay, we hire a manager, the manager does this and give it a job of, you know, description to the manager and become, a, now we have a regional manager just managing things. So I put myself out of that picture. So I don't need to be Dr. Phil end of the day. I don't have to listen to people's problems that they have, but just really just all they do, they want to talk to someone, but I could give someone that have a better knowledge and better understanding and dealing with those problems rather than me. I'm not good at something. I'm not doing it. I'm a strong believer. You got to leave the job to the person that can better than you. If in dentistry, some is procedure of dentistry I'm not good at, I always give it to someone that's better than me. 
right? So if someone does the job better than you, let them do that. And you do what you are good at. And that's what just the success come from. I don't have to do everything in dentistry. That's what there are different fields of a specialty in dentistry. Because those guys go for more training and more knowledge and get, can give the better service to the patient than I can. So that's that's what I do. I think it's great how you talked about letting other people do what they're good at, not taking ownership over everything because that's what like a good team player does. So could you talk about how you kind of balance that mindset and the other side where you want to excel and you want to be the best at what you do? Uh, as I said, the country, uh, to me, continuing education is the most important, uh, important aspect of the life. It doesn't matter what field you're in. And, and, and as I said, I made my mistake in the first five years of my life. I just did not do, or first 10 years actually, did not do the much as the much as I had to do, I, the way I supposed to do. I was, you know, busy with it, running the business. First five years, I was working on a place. After that, I opened my business and I just having family. My kids were born. Um, Nika was, my daughter was born like year after I established my first business. So all was busy with that, trying to just, you know, make sure things are running smoothly and do the things, keep the balance between the home and work. So I did all of that, uh, keep the aspect the way it's supposed to be and just manage it, manage the life and the business and the family in, in a different place. So that was the one of that, that time I was listening to so many books on tape. As I said, I did not do much of continued education uh, that's supposed to do. And then uh, one book was saying that just you don't want to take everything around happens in your house, your home, to work, and vice versa. You don't want to bring the craziness of the work home. The guy was saying there was a tree in front of my house. Every morning I go out, I grab the leaf on that tree, and I shall leave everything in the house here, and I go to work. And I go to work, do my job, and I come back and same tree, same leaf, I touch it and say, okay, I'll leave everything at work, back to work. And I come home now. I'm a different person. And I try to keep that philosophy going. But I think most important part is continued education. My, my older son wants to, you know, go to dentistry and just want to follow the footsteps of his father, which is wonderful. One thing I, you know, advised him, I said, do not underestimate the continuing educations. When you finish a dentistry, you have no idea what you're doing. You have no clue what is happening to you. But just with the continuing education, you get better and better every day. You learn new things. Even though, as I said again, you think you know it, you still can learn. I always have the strong believer, just look at the sports. Look at the any, any things that just you see the superstar comes to sports. You see Michael Jordan in basketball, but Michael Jordan is still has a coach at the very best part of his life, in the very high point of his life, in the top of the mountain. He still need a coach. He still needed someone to tell him what to do, what direction to go when they place. In a personal life, is the same thing. You still need a coach. That's why you get advice from other people if you're open-minded. 
if you're close-minded and just you think that you are as it is and you know everything and you are the best of all the world, you are in deep trouble, deep, deep trouble. And uh, so that's 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 my philosophy. And I'm still learning. And I to the end of my life, I don't think I stop learning. I just and I appreciate that. And just one of the things I always say, I just uh, I raised three kids. And I think I learned from them more than I could teach them. Every bit of my life, I kept my eyes open and I see what they did and how they teach me and how they changed my life. And I was grateful for that. And uh, that's, 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 again, my way of thinking. Yeah, and you mentioned giving advice to your eldest son. And for our last question, we were wondering, what advice would you give to college students pursuing a career in dentistry that you wish you knew before? I had a little conversation. One of my son's friends, he was here the other night. We were sitting and talking, and he was asking me questions. He doesn't, he's in a different field. And um, we had a little you know, talk, and he says, you know, he, he was asking me about the management. He says he's running the group, that he's the head of the group, and the kids come in, and uh, they want to do this, they want to do that, and then, and, and I said, but the guy doesn't know what to do, and it doesn't know how to do it. It doesn't do the job right, and the other people of the group tell me, why don't you fire this kid? I said, well, as a manager, you have to look at the point. First of all, the kids one doesn't you know the, the thing is that most of us when you're younger and that's one of the reasons we just jumping from one branch to the other because we truly don't know what you want to do if you do you're great then you move forward with that you go forward towards that direction but most of the kids come to the college they truly don't know what they want to do they say okay i go and just then find out which is true and there's just nothing wrong with that and I always said there is one person in your life going to change you to the better way. I mean, some there's it could be the you know professor at your school, there's a friend, something they introduce you to something that you, you have a hidden gem in your life, and then you discover that you move forward with that and you get it. If you get that earliest stage of your life, that's wonderful. You're a winner. You're easier to go. If it didn't, it will hit you sometimes, and you figure out someday. But for the college students who just want to go to Dell school and things like that, they just, as I said again, sometimes they say, first of all, don't look at the, first of all, just it's a hard road, which is, I don't want to discourage people, but just want to prepare people just, okay, this is not the easy thing though to go through. But again, if I could do that, to me, it, everyone in this country could do it. Because I was not the person with just the, great mind or just the talent none of that i was not the you know, like the a student all my life i was i always joke about it i said i was number one in my class alphabetically that's what i was but did, i did not know much about anything else but i worked hard i mean i had to struggle with the language that i did not know and the subject that i have was not introduced to before and I had to fight with both of them. And at the end, I come along. I mean, just could make it. So if I could do it, every single one of you can. But you have to believe in yourself. You have to work hard. And I just not to be afraid to work hard. 
but as soon as you put that things in your mind that you cannot do it forget about dentistry you cannot do anything in your life then because what is next then you go to accounting this oh, i cannot do this then what then you go to any professional of the school then i cannot do this and the next is i cannot and as as long as you have that attitude in your mind you're never going to make it you have to just simply say of course you can you may i mean you may not be in a and i get 100 in your scores and exams but it's still you can get 80 70 75 whatever you can as long as you can make it i think that's important you don't have to be just be number one in your class give that uh, attitude away and just just make sure you can make it if you did that's wonderful if you work harder if you can do it you, some people are talented some people are just to have a mind some people have just know how to study some people know how to read fast and understand it for me it was different i had to read one thing 10 times i still wouldn't understand it but as soon as i understood what it is going on i did not forget it i did not, it just stayed with me forever so just just the hard I, th I think you just have to hard work it just believe in yourself that's all it is nothing beside that there's no magic there's no you know magic ball there's nothing in there you just you do and you just get you going no it just is in you you have to believe in yourself and you follow your passion you will you will make it but money should not be a drive money should not be a drive you don't look at person i always said you know the, the guy want to go do the dental school they come and say oh i saw dentistry says dentistry is an awful field I should not go there this whole hard work and you come out you don't know anything i said of course you go to someone that could not make it through his life and it just give you negative thought but you go ask a successful dentist they're going to tell you absolutely go to dental school absolutely because they see it in their view what dentistry is about the other guy could not make it because of his whatever happened in his life who knows and you cannot judge people what their life is about but as soon as that you know talk to that person they give you all the negative thoughts because that's they believe it is but you, you again you talk to successful person in the, any field doesn't matter this has doesn't have to be dentistry we talk about dentistry because i am a dentist but any field every one of them are difficult to get any i i don't think it just the accounting is as easy as dental school i don't think i think engineering is more difficult tasks to go through than anything else so all of those are difficult tasks that you can go through but you can make you can you make it everybody's making it and some of us because of our own attitude because of how we view the life you just move on to the next step and next level of how the life and you just become a better person and become you know more successful in the field and that's all it's about it's not about magic thing it just doesn't happen didn't fall off the trees then you catch it it didn't happen it's just anybody just got where they are they've worked hard that's all it is well that's all the questions we had for you today sasan your journey was so inspiring to hear about and it's definitely going to help me a lot in the future. Well, I'm glad I could do that. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. And I think all of our listeners are really going to enjoy listening to it as well.